0: In the holy name of Jesus, Amen. St. Augustine, in his
1: treatise on the Christian doctrine, writes that no matter where truth is found, it belongs to God. Because of this, Christians do not need to be afraid of learning from non-Christians. 200 years before that, St. Justin the Martyr wrote in his defense of the Christian faith that... Even pagan philosophers spoke truthfully, but they couldn't speak the whole truth. Over the centuries, theologians and pastors have confessed something that John Calvin coined in the 16th century. All truth is God's truth. However, what Augustine, Justin, the martyr, and John Calvin would ask us is whether anyone will be able to know the whole truth without God's Word, without Holy Scripture. Today, wise men from the East come to meet Jesus. Now, this term, wise men, might be better translated as magi. The reason magi is probably a better and more helpful translation than wise men is that these men are some sort of combination of magician, scientist, professor political advisor, and astrologer. Whatever they were, though, they weren't faithful Jews. Regardless, their tradition leads them to Israel, by a star or some planet shining in the night sky. Even though they were pagans, they revealed the truth. It was true. That the king of the Jews had been born, and he was worthy of the gifts they had to give to him. The Magi spoke the truth, but they didn't know the whole truth. They couldn't get the whole way to the baby Jesus. While the light of the star got them to Israel, it was the light of Holy Scripture from the prophet Micah that they were able to get to Jesus who is the whole truth. But simply knowing Scripture doesn't get you to the whole truth. The chief priests and scribes knew their Bible, and even though they knew the truth of Scripture, they stayed in Jerusalem. So in Matthew chapter 2, we have a very unique image or picture where those who knew the Scripture acted like pagans, and pagans who didn't know the scripture, acted like faithful Jews. See, the Magi couldn't make it without the Holy Scripture from the prophet Micah. And Herod and all of Jerusalem wouldn't know the Messiah was present without the Magi. But it was only the Magi who got the whole truth by making the trip to see the baby Jesus in Bethlehem. Now, an example of a pagan teaching truth happened to me about a month ago when listening to a, Christian, or a Christmas album. On this album, there was a version of the beloved Christmas carol, We Three Kings of Orient Are. But it was sung by Patti Smith. Now, this Christmas carol, if you actually don't know what it is, it's a, taken from today's gospel lesson. Now, if you don't know who Patti Smith is, she's a punk rocker. In fact, she has been titled the Punk Poet Laureate. But she does ver- something very special with today's gospel lesson. Her version of this Christmas carol uses a very sparse and eerie guitar riff along with just one cymbal to create a sound that captures today's gospel lesson. How it's actually very troubling. I have no idea where they're going. Herod's out for blood, whether it be the baby Jesus or the rest of the babies in Bethlehem. And baby Jesus barely makes it into the gospel lesson. Now, Patti Smith's version of this Christmas carol captures this truth. And after hearing it, I'm stuck with a choice. Will I disregard it because she's not a Lutheran or even a Christian? Or would I pay attention to what she does with the passage? You see, Patti Smith helps me see the passage in a new light, just like the Magi did for the chief priests with the text from the prophet Micah. I, like those religious leaders, was faced with a choice: Will I listen? and move, or will I stay in Jerusalem secure in my unbelief? See, Herod, the chief priests, and the scribes knew the truth, but they didn't believe it. The Magi didn't know the truth, even though they desired the truth, and they needed the light of God's word to lead them the whole way to the baby Jesus. However, the word they needed wasn't just a spoken word or a word on a piece of paper. They needed an incarnate word, a word that was alive with flesh and blood. See, Holy Scripture wasn't the final destination for the Magi. Herod and all of Jerusalem thought it was. But the final destination was the incarnate word of Jesus Christ. See, in today's Gospel lesson, we get a glimpse of how God loves his whole creation, and not just part of it. God created the world and everyone in it to be loved by him, to live in relationship with him. But since we sinned in the Garden of Eden, we've lost sight of him, but he's never lost sight of us, and he's never stopped at working, at bringing us back into relationship with him. Because God is always working, we shouldn't be too surprised then. That the world responds, or sometimes even looks, to return to the relationship God created us to be in. However, at the same time, we must remember that it's only by the light of the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Scripture and a real person, anyone will get the whole truth of Jesus. So we, the church, the baptized, has been given Holy Scripture. But that doesn't make us Lord of it. Rather, the church is a servant of God's Word. That means the church is here to shine the light, not control it. And the church is to embody God's Word, not just give it lip service. In a world that just trusts each other because they don't belong to the right group, we must embrace the whole truth of God's Word, that Jesus came to save everyone. The church is to be a witness to this truth. But if the church is stubborn, we shouldn't be surprised if God uses pagans to speak truth in order to wake us up to be who God calls us to be. So today in the Gospel of Matthew, the world comes to Jesus through his work. In his holy word. But today's gospel lesson foreshadows what will happen at the end of the Gospel of Matthew, where Jesus will go out into the world through his church. At the end of the gospel, Jesus will send the twelve apostles into the world to make disciples of all nations by baptizing and teaching them God's word. St. John. The church is a place of great joy because of what God has given us, how he has shined the light in our hearts and minds. The church, through God's word and sacrament, then has arrived to the final destination of Jesus Christ, and we are witnesses to God's plan of salvation. We are here to guide any who come to us looking for the King of the Jews. The church is to be the embodied word, then, shining the light of Jesus so that those who sit in darkness may see the light of their Savior, so that they may live and know the whole truth. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.